This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of ankle arthroscopy from the foot and ankle section on orthobullets.com. Ankle arthroscopy is indicated for osteochondral lesions of the talus, microfracture of an osteochondral defect, debridement of post-traumatic synovitis, ATFL anterolateral impingement, AITFL anterolateral impingement, resection of anterior tibiotalar spurs, such as in the case of anterior bony impingement. Other indications include ostrigonum excision, removal of loose bodies, as well as cartilage debridement in conjunction with ankle fusions. Now let's go over positioning and scope insertion for ankle arthroscopy. As far as positioning, the patient is placed supine and the leg is placed over a well-padded bolster. Next, you will place a tourniquet and exsanguinate the limb. As far as joint distension, an external traction device is applied to distract the tibiotalar joint and you can load the joint with saline to distend the joint. As far as scope insertion, you will use the nick and spread method, which is commonly utilized to access the joint and minimize neurovascular injury. Now let's go over the portals used in ankle arthroscopy. We'll go over the anteromedial portal, the anterolateral portal, the anterocentral portal, the posterolateral portal, and the posteromedial portal. The function of the anteromedial portal is that it's the primary viewing portal. It is typically established first and it provides access to the anteromedial joint. As far as the location and technique of the anteromedial portal, the location is medial to the tibialis anterior and lateral to the medial malleolus. You will make the portal between the tibialis anterior and the saphenous vein. Moving on to the anterolateral portal, its function is also a primary viewing portal, and it provides access to the anterolateral joint. As far as the location and technique to create the anterolateral portal, it is located just lateral to the peroneus tertius and superficial perineal nerve and medial to the lateral malleolus. Again, it is located just lateral to the peroneus tertius and superficial perineal nerve and medial to the lateral malleolus. You can trace out the superficial perineal nerve prior to incision. Moving on to the anterocentral portal, this functions as an anterior viewing portal. As far as location and technique, this portal is not commonly utilized due to the danger to the dorsalis pedis artery. However, if you do wind up using it, it is located medial to the EDC and lateral to the EHL. Moving on to the posterolateral portal, the function is a posterior viewing portal for access to an ostrigonum. As far as location and technique, it is located 2 centimeters proximal to the tip of the lateral malleolus. It is also medial to the perineal tendons and lateral to the Achilles tendon. Finally, the posteromedial portal functions as a posterior viewing portal for access to an ostrigonum. As far as location and technique, it is located just medial to the Achilles tendon. The major complications of ankle arthroscopy to mention include a synovial cutaneous fistula and neurovascular injury from portal placement. As far as synovial cutaneous fistula, you will avoid this by immobilization to allow portal skin healing and closure. As far as neurovascular injury from portal placement, neuropraxia is the most common complication. Now let's go over the specific neurovascular injuries that are common to each of the portals. So with an anterolateral portal, the risks are to the superficial perineal nerve. Again, in the anterolateral portal, the risk is to the superficial perineal nerve. This is the most common neurovascular injury, and specifically, it's to the dorsal intermediate cutaneous branch. Again, the anterolateral portal 
has the risk of the superficial perineal nerve. It has the most common neurovascular injury, and specifically the dorsal intermediate cutaneous branch is the one at risk. The anteromedial portal risks the saphenous nerve and vein. Again, the anteromedial portal risks the saphenous nerve and vein, and there's also a risk of tibialis anterior tendon injury. The anterocentral portal risks the dorsalis pedis artery. The posterolateral portal risks the sural nerve and the short saphenous vein. Again, the posterolateral portal risks the sural nerve and the short saphenous vein. Finally, the posteromedial portal risks the posterior tibial artery. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. The first question reads, Neurologic injury is the most common complication of ankle arthroscopy. The nerve most commonly injured is at risk during placement of which portal? And the choices are 1, anterolateral, 2, anterocentral, 3, anteromedial, 4, posteromedial, and 5, posterolateral. The correct answer to this question is 1, anterolateral. So the superficial perineal nerve is the most common nerve injured during ankle arthroscopy and is associated with anterolateral portal placement. Ankle arthroscopy is an important therapeutic tool to manage a variety of pathologies, including osteochondral defects and impingement syndrome. The average complication rate is 6 to 20%, and the most common complication is neurologic injury. The superficial perineal nerve is most often injured, in part due to its variation in anatomic location. Identifying and marking important structures, as well as proper portal placement, are vital to lessen the risk of neurovascular injury. Moving on to the next question. The saphenous nerve is most at risk with which of the following ankle arthroscopy portals? And the choices are 1, anteromedial, 2, anterolateral, 3, anterocentral, 4, medial midline, and 5, posterolateral. The correct answer to this question is 1, anteromedial. So the saphenous nerve travels along the distal medial tibia and ankle and is most at risk from the anteromedial portal, which is medial to the tibialis anterior tendon. The anterolateral portal is lateral to the peroneus tertius tendon and puts the superficial perineal nerve at risk. The anterocentral portal is between the tendons of the extensor digitorum longus and puts the deep perineal nerve at risk. The medial midline portal is between the extensor hallucis longus tendon and the tibialis anterior tendon and puts the deep and superficial perineal nerves at risk. And keep in mind, it should be well lateral to the saphenous nerve. The posterolateral portal is lateral to the Achilles tendon and puts the sural nerve at risk. Moving on to the next question. A 40-year-old man underwent an ankle arthroscopy six months ago for a talus osteochondral defect. He continues to have pain and burning on the lateral portal, but states that the pain is now more superficial than his original pain. Examination reveals that he has shooting pain to his medial foot and ankle when his lateral portal is tapped. A previous injection around the lateral portal gave him relief for about two weeks. What treatment will best eliminate his pain? And the choices are 1. Neuroplasty of the sural nerve. 2. Neuroplasty or excision and burial of the deep perineal nerve. 3. Neuroplasty or excision and burial of the medial branch of the superficial perineal nerve. 4. Repeat arthroscopy for worsening of the talus osteochondral defect. And 5. Anesthetic skin patches.
The correct answer to this question is three, neuroplasty or excision and burial of the medial branch of the superficial perineal nerve. So the patient in the question stem clearly has entrapment of the superficial perineal nerve in the lateral portal. It is most likely only the medial branch by examination. If the nerve is in good condition, it can simply be released. If the nerve is cut or severely thinned, it is better excised and buried. The sural nerve most likely would be caught in a posterolateral portal. Moving on to the next question. Following ankle arthroscopy performed through a posterolateral portal, a patient notes numbness on the lateral half of the heel pad of the foot. What is the most likely injured structure? And the choices are 1. Sural nerve, 2. Lateral plantar nerve, 3. Lateral calcaneal nerve, 4. First branch of the lateral plantar nerve, and 5. Deep perineal nerve. The correct answer to this question is 3. Lateral calcaneal nerve. So the lateral calcaneal nerve is a branch of the sural nerve that runs along the lateral border of the Achilles tendon to innervate the lateral heel pad. Ankle arthroscopy involves posterior portals that hug the Achilles tendon to avoid the main trunks of the sural nerve and tibial nerve. However, the lateral calcaneal branch remains potentially vulnerable. The first branch of the lateral plantar nerve is actually a medial structure that partially innervates the plantar fascia and the abductor digiti quinti. The deep perineal nerve is anterior to the ankle. And moving on to the final question. What tendon is closest to an appropriately placed anterolateral portal for ankle arthroscopy? And the choices are 1. Peroneus brevis, 2. Extensor digitorum longus, 3. Extensor hallucis, 4. Tibialis anterior, and 5. Peroneus tertius. The correct answer to this question is 5. Peroneus tertius. So the appropriate placement of the anterolateral portal provides access to the lateral gutter of the joint while avoiding the superficial perineal nerve. The safest location for the portal is approximately 4 millimeters lateral to the peroneus tertius tendon, the closest of the tendons listed to the anterolateral portal. Because the superficial perineal nerve location is variable, attempts to visualize, palpate, or transilluminate the nerve are mandatory. That's all for this review about ankle arthroscopy. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on orthobullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the OrthoBullets website while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.